I look at the foot of my bed and I see this person. She is sort of looking at me and it appeared to be in the way that she had passed away. And so that in itself was very traumatic. Hello and welcome to episode 36 of Your Ghost Stories. Hope you all had a great Christmas and are settling well into 2024. To kick off the first show of the year, today we have a guest from the States called Teresa. I found her story online and simply had to reach out to get her on the show and find out more. The video she posted is currently on over 5 million views and over 300,000 likes on TikTok, so you already know it's well worth sticking around for. Before we get into that, I just want to say a quick thank you to everyone who is interacting with your ghost stories on social media. It's great to hear your thoughts and insights, and I'd love to continue to hear what you think. So please, keep leaving your comments on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. If you haven't already, you can find us everywhere with the tag at Your Ghost Stories Podcast or from our website, www.yourghoststoriespodcast.com. Let's dive straight into today's interview. Hope you enjoy. Your Ghost Stories. Your Ghost Stories. Welcome to the show, Teresa, and thank you so much for joining us. I found you and your story from a TikTok video you posted a few weeks back, which has an impressive 5 million views, which is pretty nuts. I'm sure you'll agree as well. Yeah, I did not expect that. It's an awesome story. And you told of an imaginary friend when you were younger, which turned out to be what you believe is one of your family members who sadly passed away before you were born. And I really can't wait to hear all about this. And I'm sure our listeners can't either. Before we get stuck into this story, please tell us a little bit about yourself and where you grew up. Uh, I grew up and I'm currently living in a small town in Maine, which is uh, we're known for our blueberries and our lobster. Um, Nothing too fancy besides that, where most of us are hicks and wear flannels. And that's pretty much our stereotype, which isn't far from the truth, honestly. Um, But yeah, I grew up, I graduated probably close to 10 years ago now, which is crazy because I'm starting to make me feel old. (laughs) Um, But I'm a dog mom to three dogs. Uh, My oldest has special needs. She has epilepsy. Yeah, she is, she's been through a lot and she takes up most of my time, but my actual job, I work in a bakery. So that's pretty (laughs) self-explanatory. Have you always believed in the paranormal or Was this instance that happened the first thing that kind of sparked your interest into this world? Um, I guess I always, there's got to be more to just like what our day-to-day lives are. There's going to be more, whether it's different planes, like different like universes, like, yeah. But basically I didn't really 
believe in like, I don't know, myself seeing ghosts or anything. I thought maybe that was just something I did as a little kid. I was a creepy kid. I used to sleepwalk and I slept talked and apparently that correlates with it. Some studies, I haven't done too much research into it, but yeah, I didn't really think too much of it until my adult life when I had started experiencing it again. Uh, but there's gotta be more out there. It can't just be, we are born, then we die and then nothing. I refuse to, to think it's just that. It's funny you say about the link to sleepwalking and the paranormal. Uh, one of the first ever episodes we did, I, I believe it was episode three, uh, we had one of my friends on um, called Sam Lance. Um, I'm not sure if you've listened to that episode or anyone listening to this has. But um, yeah, so there was a, a crazy link of his, he believes his kind of grandma was possessing his sister. And um, I won't go into the story. It's, it's definitely worth a listen. But uh, yeah, so and what I've found fascinating about doing this podcast. So this is the 36th episode, which is not a lot. But all of these stories that I've heard and that people have told, they all ha kind of have a lot of similarities, um, which I never really, you know, I've, I've been into the paranormal for 15 years or so and read so many stories. And but it's yeah, just crazy. 36 episodes in and just I'm able to put so many dots together and be like, wow, like so many people are experiencing the same kind of things, which is just nuts. Yeah. Yeah. So without any more hesitation, let's get stuck into your story of the imaginary friend. Uh, please tell us where it all began and walk us through the whole story. Uh, so basically, uh, I was my mom told me it was probably from the age of like a year old, maybe two years old, up until five years old that I was having conversations with my imaginary friend who I would call Gumpy. Um, she didn't really think too much of it because obviously kids have imaginary friends. It's just something that is fairly common with children. And so she continued to like hear me talk about the same person, again, called Gumpy. And so she tried to dig a little into it and so she would ask me questions like oh who are you talking to and then I'd be like oh I'm talking to my Gumpy and then she's like oh okay so uh who is Gumpy and I would just explain that oh it's a it's an old man um he worked in a bakery and at the best of my ability I was I could barely talk at that age so not exactly I'm paraphrasing but yeah, I would talk to her about that and I'd be like, oh, he has a little white dog and we'd continue. I would repeat this, that he worked in a bakery. I didn't really understand anything besides that. But then she just happened to bring it up in conversation to my grandfather and he was like, huh, that's kind of interesting because he grew up his he grew up in New Jersey and his dad owned a bakery uh, and he grew up with a little white dog, which ended up being, I believe, a Pomeranian is what my grandfather told my mom. It could have gotten lost in telephone. But uh, yeah. And so my mom was like, oh, do you have any pictures of him just to see if she could bring it to me? We didn't. I don't know if there was like family drama between like my great grandfather and my dad. It was just something they never really talked about their relationship. So my mom was like, okay, well, we don't have any pictures in our house. So she brought home a picture that was given to her that had two people in it. One, I believe was 
a man that my family calls Uncle Joey. There's no like relation to him. They're New Jersey Italian. It could be like mob ties. I don't, I don't really know. I'm not going to get too far into that, but basically she brought that to me and she's like, Hey, do you recognize anyone in that picture? And supposedly I had just lit right up and I was like, Oh my gosh, that's, that's Gumpy. That that's who I've been talking to. And I was just really excited. And so my mom, she, I don't know if she's had her own experiences, but she didn't seem all that phased. Again, I don't know if it's because she's like, you're already a creepy kid. You're going to do this too or what, but that was the first experience that I had. And again, I talked to him probably up until five years old. I don't really remember a lot of it because I was so young and maybe something psychologically, like I decided to like tune it out from that point on because to me, I'm scared of all that stuff. I still try to like close myself off because it's unknown. You don't, there's not a lot of like, there's research on it, but there's not a lot of so-called like proof to it. And so like, I don't really want to like dabble in it because I'm scared that what if something else like comes out with like a demon or whatever, I'm not sure. So it's a little stressful, but I still get breakthrough experiences every now and then. Why do you think Gumpy was visiting you instead of any other members of your family? Honestly, I'm not sure because I have a lot of cousins on that side of the family. I am the youngest of the first generation of of great-grandchildren, but I I honestly have no idea because my sister didn't see anything like that. But I don't know. I've just always been an empath. So maybe that's it. And maybe my family members are like closed off to it or don't believe in it. That's my next question. I was going to say, do you think that maybe you have some kind of sixth sense or mediumship side or? See, I'm torn because part of me is like, there's too many like coincidences that I'm like, sure. And plus I'm an empath. So like things make me emotional. I can pick up on different energies. So I'm like, well, maybe, but then at the same time, like when it comes to like mediums, I don't know like where to stand on that because I've gone to a medium before and like, I didn't really get anything out of it. I wish I got my like hundred bucks back, but I didn't really get anything. So I'm like, well, I don't know if that's Maybe this is just all a coincidence or maybe I am actually sensitive to it because later on we'll talk about one of my previous experiences and that was just so real and it was tied to something that had just happened. So I don't know. As much as I love this stuff and I even have a podcast about it, this stuff terrifies me too. Like I couldn't couldn't (laughs) imagine anything worse than seeing something walk through the door. Me and my partner were actually... um, in bed the other night i mean we've lived here two years or so now no nothing i feel very comfortable um but the other night um we both woke up we were asleep with the door shut and we both woke up in the morning and uh bearing, we've got a baby as well who's in a cot and can't close or open the door here yeah, we woke All up right. in the morning and um the door was just wide open we both just looked mm-hmm. at each other and we we're like was that you like did you do that in yeah. the night we we're both like nope but yeah, that's creepy. Um, but yeah, like I said, this stuff terrifies me too. And I saw my grandma when I was around the same age, about five years old. Um, she sat on the end of my bed and we had a full on conversation and uh, she died of cancer um, just not long, um, b- not long before I was born. So I never got the chance to meet her. Um, 
And yeah, the last thing she said to me was, I'll come and see you again one day, which still terrifies the life out of me. <laughs> yeah, It's like you want to think that it's like so wholesome, but at the same time, it's so unknown that I'm like, I don't, uh, I don't know what to do. Exactly. So you mentioned you've had a few other breakthrough experiences. Would love to hear them as well. Uh, so the first one that comes to my mind would be honestly the most traumatic one for me. So there was a family friend on my husband's side who passed away due, it was tied to like mental health issues and all stuff like that. And it came to me as like a surprise, like, cause we had just been at a funeral for them. We had sat in the second row, like, you know, like the pews, there's the first, and then there's usually where they have the coffin and stuff. Um, so the front row was the children and then also the parents. And I was sitting, I think it was all the way to the left in the second row behind them. And I could just feel something like standing next to me. I don't know what it was. And I just, and I told my husband, I like leaned into him and I was like, I just feel like something is right to the left of me. And we went home, whatever, a couple nights later, maybe a week later, I wake up from a dead sleep. And I look at the foot of my bed and I see this person. She is sort of looking at me and it appeared to be in the way that she had passed away. And so that in itself was very traumatic because you don't want to see anyone like that. And so it appeared that she had like yellow either around her eyes or her eyes were yellow and I like sort of took note of that and I like woke up and then like whenever stuff like that happens, I like swoosh over to my husband's side of the bed and get as close to him as I can because I think he can protect me. I don't know. I don't think the blanket too, like that just has to go over my head. I don't care if that I'm 26 years old, that's still going to protect me. Um, but I wake up the next day and I like tell my husband about it and he reaches out to his mom and explains everything and explains like the yellow eyes. And then my mother-in-law looks it up and supposedly if the ghost or paranormal figure, whatever you want to call it, appears with yellow eyes, it supposedly like they know that you are sensitive to this sort of stuff. And I was like, oh, great. <laughs> this hasn't happened in a long time. This is terrifying. And so I went on with my day. And then a couple days later, I was getting ready to go to work. I go to get in my car and we had an incline in our driveway. So we always had the emergency brake on and I went to go push that down. And I was like, nope, I don't, I can't get it. I was hitting it with a book. I was, and so I went inside and I was like, I don't want to do this. I don't know if that was tied to her, but I was like, leave me alone, leave me alone. I went back out. I tried to hit it again. I was hitting it with a book. I hit it with whatever I had in the car. And it wouldn't go down the button at all. And I was like, great. So I had to call out of work. And then a couple hours went by and I was just like frustrated. And I was like, I don't know if this is real or what. Because again, I don't know what I believe at this point. And I'm like, just talking to her. And I'm like, your family wouldn't want you to be stuck here. They would want you to pass on to whatever that may be. Um, but they want you to be at peace. They don't want you to be suffering, like looking around lost and whatever. 
And then I kid you not, just for shits and giggles, I went back out to my car and I tried to put the emergency brake down and it came down right after that happened. And I don't know if that was her being like, no, we're going to do this and we're going to do this now. Or maybe it was just a coincidence. I'm not sure. Wow. There's, um, yeah. there's definitely something spooky about you. <laughs> yeah. There's, no, there's I didn't. Oh, I didn't sleep for like a week after that. I was like, this is horrifying. It's, yeah, oh. it sounds so spooky. Um, mm-hmm. So do you think you'd be interested if you found the right kind of, I guess, spiritual teacher? Do you think you'd be interested in further exploring your spiritual side or paranormal side to perhaps make it less terrifying and maybe make a little bit more sense of it? Potentially. I definitely have thought about it. I'm not even sure where I would begin to look. We don't have a lot of that stuff here in Maine, uh, but I'm sure I could find it somewhere, even if it's on someone guiding me online or whatever, but I've definitely looked into it. I also, my husband never wants to do it. He's terrified of ghosts, but I want to go to like a couple like well-known haunted houses or haunted areas and see if I pick up on anything. I've never actually exposed myself to like a well-known facility that has like supposedly like ghosts and stuff in it but I definitely want to open up to it I have like tarot cards I have stuff like that I don't really know how to use it honestly so I haven't I get frustrated and I'm like I'll put it away I have ADHD so my brain is like all over the place and I can't focus enough on it but yeah no it's definitely something I'm interested in yeah, I mean, just listening to your stories, it it, it definitely sounds like something, someone is is trying to reach out to you. Uh, I've mm-hmm. I've never actually heard I uh, the, what you said about the yellow eyes about that mm-hmm. kind of means that perhaps that uh, you know they know or that you're you're aware um, or mm-hmm. you know that they're, they're yeah they're, that's why they've contacted you. That's that's yeah. fascinating to hear, and I'd I'd love to look in uh, to listen to sorry to look into that a little more yeah. as well. I haven't um, done too much research in it, but that's what my mother-in-law like sent me a mm. screenshot of. And I was like, oh, goodness. that's So we're going here. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, I bet when she told you that, you were just like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it definitely gave me the heebie-jeebies. Mm. I apologize. You can hear my cats down there. <laughs> but oh, it's definitely unsettling because I don't, I don't, it's, you just don't know what's there and you don't know if maybe you're talking to someone who's like a family member or like spirit guide or maybe it's just like a demon I don't know and I've never used a Ouija board I was raised in the house that was like do not touch those do not even go near those those are evil but yeah (laughs) yeah from from everything that I've heard over the years the last thing you want to do especially if you're somebody that's sensitive or susceptible the last thing you want to do is invite that into your home or into your body, into your soul, whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah. So stay safe out there. <laughs> I know. I already have enough mental health issues. I don't mm. need to be like possessed on top of that. So we had a, a really interesting guest. I think you might find interesting to listen to. Um, I mean, I'm the same as you. I don't really know much about this stuff. And this is kind of why I like having these conversations so I can have a better understanding. And I'm just very open-minded and um and i like to listen to both sides of the story um mm-hmm. like with the paranormal i don't know if it's i mean i've had plenty of experiences but i don't know if it's all psychological or whether right. it is you know something that it's just a mystery that we don't understand um but yeah, yeah we had a guest on uh, a couple of episodes ago he's called alabar jones 
And I think you should listen to that episode. Um, he, he, he speaks a lot about um, demons and how they're related to mental health issues. And, mm-hmm. and again, I'm, I'm somebody that I've struggled a lot over the years with anxiety, depression, all sorts. Um, but what, what he's kind of, what he was kind of saying is, you know, where the saying comes from, uh, battling my demons, blah, blah, blah. Everyone says it, you know, yeah. it's very, it's very common in the Western world to say stuff like that. And he's basically saying that it's a very bold statement. And like I said, I, I don't necessarily agree, but I find it very interesting what he was saying. I mean, I don't, I have no idea. I'm just a guy with a ghost podcast, um, but yeah. he's a, he's an expert in this field. And what he's saying is basically all mental health issues are related to you know kind of being possessed by a demon some kind of demon um so yeah i'd i'd really recommend that he's you know he's very very well spoken on the topic and sounds like he's he's done a lot of research um whereas i've just listened to a few people tell me some stories so i have no idea yeah. but yeah I'd, I'd really recommend that so i think it was called um interview of an exorcist so okay. yeah he, he does I'll definitely um, listen to that because I'm always looking for more things, more podcasts, audiobooks, stuff like that about this specific stuff. But no, it's just there's so much unknown out there, whether it, it is it paranormal, is it aliens? Is it like just like part of me is like all time is happening at once, the past, the present, and the future. And maybe what we're seeing as a ghost might just be crosses in the universe or like little holes in the universe. But we're never gonna know until that happens exactly or maybe we're just all mental exactly yeah (laughs) no for sure so do you have any more stories for us uh so there was one when i was younger um it was i was a little bit older than than i was when i was talking to gumpy but and i don't know if this is paranormal or again if it's just a coincidence i don't remember it but like too much so i can't really say for sure whether I think it was paranormal or not. It's just what my parents told me growing up. But on like Memorial Day and Labor Day, we would go to all of the grave sites and put flowers down just out of respect on all of our like relatives. And my aunt, my great aunts would go and my grandmother would go. And I guess there was beef in between them for some reason when my great grandparents on my mother's side uh, passed away. And just the whole family split up and there was a lot of animosity between everybody. And so they would put that aside for those two days a year to go and put the flowers on the grave. And I was a super shy kid. I'm still a super shy, like adult. And I was just sort of beat bopping and going and doing my own thing because I was not about to be helping out with that. That was chores to me. Um, But I did not talk to anyone. We, I never really ever got introduced to any of my great aunts on that side. And quite frankly, they kind of scared me. And I would just do the thing where you'd hide behind like your parents' leg and just like peek over the side. I was a judgy kid on top of that. And so I was doing my own thing. I was wandering on my great grandparents' grave and I was just sort of zoning out. And then my mom's like, honey, come here. And then after a couple minutes of me doing my own thing over there, I went back and I walked straight up to my great aunt Lottie, who I had never, she had never really met me or anything. And I just asked her to pick me up. And then from that second of her picking me up, the the whole entire family got back together. 
And that specific great aunt ended up being like a second grandmother to me until she passed away of cancer. And so it was pretty intense. Again, I don't know if maybe my great grandparents were telling me to go up to that aunt because they knew they wanted to get the family back together. And maybe they were mad that they were upset with each other. But I, or maybe I just like felt like being nice that day. <laughs> I'm not sure. But I walked up to her and she picked me up and then the whole family got back together and there was like serenity between all of them. What a wholesome story to to finish on. So maybe that was your your granddad. Maybe he's like a kind of spirit guide to you. Um, mm -hmm. And maybe he's, yeah, maybe he's helping you make these decisions in life to um to to get you on the right path and get your family back together. What a lovely, yeah. wholesome story. Thank you for sharing that. No um, problem. If only they were all that wholesome. <laughs> your ghost stories. Your ghost stories. So you've been a really awesome guest and it's been a real pleasure to have you on the show. Um, thank you so, so much for your time and for your stories. Um, where can people come and find you on social media to see the original video you posted? You can go onto my TikTok. The name is at f period ing fullers so it's like effing fullers um and you can see that there and i have a couple other of my videos telling about stories and experiences that i've had and i would totally encourage people to go do that because when i saw that on my feed uh, i was like oh damn i have to get her on the show and uh, <laughs> here we are so yeah thank thanks again thank for sharing those yes thank you for having me